0: Is that working? Hello. Hello. Yeah, it's working. There it goes. Make sure you cut that out. <laughs> yeah, cut that out.
1: Actually, the the that the part that got left in last week, I thought that was hilarious. The
2: three-
1: okay, okay, you idiots.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I heard it. We're live in three, two, one over Snapchat, and I'm going. Huh? Editor's slipping. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. All right. All right, let's do this dance show. I agree. All right, you idiot, shut up. Five <laughs> and three, two.
1: of one half radio plaza at life media studios sidetracked with armstead and Pooch, brought to you by the second baptist barn grill your
0: exorcism specialist and we're back for another exciting episode of sidetracked my name is armstead my name is posh and we got some big news. Do we break it right away to, from the uh, get-go? Nah, tease. Make
1: him wait. This is week number 10. Let's stretch it out. Oh, yeah. 10 weeks. Wow.
0: What have we done with our lives?
1: Uh, nothing except uh, focus on this crap for the last 10 weeks.
0: And drink beer. We've done a lot of that. We did that anyway. That's yeah. You sure. drank a lot. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> More. So what do we got on the agenda today? Nothing. Nothing. It's great. We, do have, we really don't have any news to cover the, either. This is the
1: Seinfeld week. It's a show about nothing.
0: Yes. Crap, what's that about? Boring. <laughs> yep, you're going to have that tonight. Uh-huh. If you don't like this show, tough luck. We're going to do it this way anyways. We're kind of just... Just like Ricky Bobby says about Big Red, you can... Mm, off. <laughs> 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 yeah, tonight's about beer, bo- boobs, hookers, and blow, and... Well, I just got Dave Fultz interested, so we're good there. Now I got that out of the way. But uh, news. What do we got in the news this week?
1: Very, very little except for one thing. And this will tie in with something that's going to get announced <laughs> later in the show. The idea that lobbyists can't do anything in Washington. Well, yes, they can. SEMA has gone to work. We talked in previous weeks about the EPA regulations wanting to ban converted vehicles and get after motorsports. Well... Uh, Coming out yesterday, uh, SEMA put out an update on this. They've introduced uh, House Resolution four seven one five for consideration by Congress. Um, Basically, trying to uh, get around the CPA regulation and say, look, that anything that's been modified for off road use that's termed a true racing vehicle is just fine. And they are titling this. uh, Where I lost it. Where did it go in here? Recognizing the Protection of Motorsports Act of 2016, or the RPM Act.
0: Wow, that's a cool name. Yeah. Uh,
1: this was introduced by uh, U.S. Representatives Patrick McHenry of North Carolina, Henry Queller of Texas, Richard Hudson of North Carolina, and Bill Posey of Florida, and Lee Zeldin of New York. So thanks, guys, for doing that. So you
0: had a bunch of guys going, y'all got to shut up and listen to this. they <laughs> got guy from New York, you know. He's yeah, racing up there. There's wasting up there. Wait, but, uh, yeah. There's Ray Taluki, that weirdo. Yeah. So anyway, there there is
1: uh, action on this front. Uh, it's it's before um, the House Committee, House Energy and Commerce Committee for consideration right now. So get in touch with your representative, let them know your thoughts. Of course, this is how our system works. It's an election year.
0: Let's make it something important. And there goes the news. One thing I do want to throw in is. We are on Pulling Radio Network now. Those of you who have been with us from the very beginning, great to have you guys listening to us still. Great to have you on board. But we got to reach out to the Pulling Radio Network family and give us some shout outs out there. Give Kenny Eggleston a listen to on Sundays. Um, Great show there. Ray Taluki, guy who's been, you know, has his own show, but is really the guy who does all the editing throwing everything up and uh keeping everybody rolling out there uh Jesse uh Durr? Jesse Dawson Dawson Kentucky uh pulling news Kentucky pulling news going on Wednesday nights and then you got that weird guy following him up on Wednesday nights and then new show coming to the pulling radio network as of they're on week two now aren't they Charles yeah, week two was this week on Monday, yeah. Uh, Jason Schultz, you guys know him better by a pulling team. Beer Money Pulling Team is part of Pulling Radio Network now, and uh, Jason Schultz has his new program, Let's go, let's Grow Pulling, uh, on Monday nights. Make sure you give them a listen. Another great show coming to you. We haven't really been giving much feed, you know, throughout some guys, and we have to because, you know, it's a great team we got working on here. We have a lot of fun with each other. And I know I'm forgetting uh, Jamie... Uh, James Phillips. James Phillips, Hot yes. Rod Mini Show on, yep. out there. out there, Arizona, California, hippie dude, you know, uh, is what it is, you know. Well, he,
1: he was born and raised in Indiana, so we didn't... Ah, relocated didn't. now. Yeah, he relocated. So and he, I suppose we should So
0: he's only adopted hippie.
1: Yeah, only oh, adopted
0: okay. hippie.
1: Okay. And we should point out, I guess... Uh, it's on Facebook, and you saw it. Uh, the, the show before ours, Eric Pruitt, was pre-recorded. It's, it's a rerun this week. Eric has chosen to go on hiatus from PRN. Uh, we hope he'll be back. That that'll be determined in the future. But uh, he's he's taking a step away to focus on the pulling team and some other issues. So,
0: Godfather, please come back. Yeah, he we was miss the, he was the adult in the room. Boy, has <laughs> oh, things <God>. gone downhill. <laughs> it is we we've got a chat group for all the hosts on there. And it has spiraled considerably downward in the past 24 hours. So, All
1: you need to know is last Friday morning there was two hours of cow jokes.
0: <laughs> Hope you liked them. <laughs> 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 Jason was, uh, we were kind of worried. He wasn't replying. And then uh, he came back and he goes, well, we'll all fit in. So I, I guess we'll just move along right now and uh, go on a little bit more news. New guy we're going to be kind of giving a shout-out to this week. You're going to hear his ad later on throughout our program. Uh, pulling from a fan's point of view, do yep, I remember? Jamie it? Darbro. Jamie Darbro. Uh, give Go to his Facebook page. This guy's got anything and everything related to pulling out there. Like, share them, get them out there. While you're at it, Pulling Radio Network. We got our own Facebook page. Just go look, Pulling Radio Network. It pops right up. Like, share that. Um, Sidetracked with Armstead and Post. If you haven't liked it and follow, shared it by now, come on. Time to step up and do it. As always, you can get a hold of us via our website, which is sidetrackpulling.com, And shoot us an email, ap at sidetrackpulling.com. Gosh, we just rattled off a lot of nothing. Yep. Yep so we do have something we do have to touch on and as we do in every segment we do do the obituaries and shout outs to our pullers that have left us to go to the big pulling track up in the world sky there and uh as always if you have somebody you want us to highlight you know whether he was local to you and we might not know about him please still get a hold of us shoot us some information about him we'd love to give him the highlight and uh 15 minutes of fame, they so duly deserve. So, once again, get holes via Facebook or on the email at AP at apsidetrackpulling.com and uh, let us know if you've lost someone that was near and dear to you in pulling. But yeah. tonight, we do have one. Yep, yeah, we did. Uh,
1: There's a pull down, at decal pull, super Bowl down there in Eaton, Ohio this past weekend. Good pull. Uh, fun, fun one to go to if you can. And Friday night, unfortunately, we lost Dean Stanky. Uh, he was an Eaton, Ohio native. Uh, served on the fire department for 30 years, 25 of those as the chief, uh, owned a, a farm down there and also an Alice Chalmers or Agco Alice dealership in the area. Um, pulled himself in the 80s and 90s in the light super stock with an Alice 190 called the Lowrider. And it was, it was named that, people were calling it that before it was named that. Uh, on those XTs, they got the bull gears out at the hubs. Well, he had a custom front axle really low and front front and that was that was really slammed on it, but then he turned those bull gear drops upside down so the whole tractor just sat down really low and that's what gave it the thing its name so uh, we unfortunately, Dean passed away Friday night at the pole um, comment from uh, one of our friends boy you know if, if you can if you can go out doing something you love and and want, you know he he was there supporting us on do it. Uh, that's that's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, Dean will be missed.
0: What a way to go. And you know what? I do have to give a shout-out to Denver.
1: Yeah, I heard Denver did a fantastic job covering he, that because people that. knew. And he covered it during the poll. And
0: uh, did a prayer with everybody, praying yeah. for Dean. And, uh, you know, Denver's one of our announcing brothers out there. Class guy, very good at what he does. And, uh, ab- absolutely. There's We got a lot of great guys out there, but... You know it's as an announcer charles you and i both announce and as do many other pulling radio network uh people to deal with a situation like that it's very very difficult you know sled breakage is one thing but when there's a known medical emergency
1: yeah that's something that in you know 15 years of me doing this it hasn't occurred
0: and And i hope it never happens to either any of us but shout out to denver Guyety out there doing you know doing a great job and uh you know, people might have their views. I'm, I'll admit it. I'm not a real religious person, but in motorsports, it's very much needed because somebody's got to look after us idiots. And uh, people might complain about doing a group prayer or something like that, but props to you, Denver. You you yep. get an A plus for that one. Yep. So, Dean, we will miss you, sir. You've left left us a long legacy, but you. Uh, doing a lot better than us you're up there pulling every day now yeah you got
1: it <laughs> on a lighter note something we've never done in weeks past and i don't know why we didn't but we're gonna do it this week uh birthdays for the coming week uh coming oh we are. yeah yeah why not this saturday uh, the guy who gave me my start and the opportunity to drive a pulling tracker for the very first time dan penley uh his birthday's on saturday how old to is he gonna be now i don't know he's gotta be almost ancient <laughs> i don't know West He's Mich- out there in Iowa. Do they have birthdays out in Iowa? Um, I'm sure somebody keeps track of it with uh, hash marks in the dirt around the sundial. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: Tim Fortin, West Michigan Light Limited Superstock driver, is 49 on Sunday. Uh, on Monday, N-A-T-P-A, uh puller from this area, Tom Chapman, drives the black John Deere G's that you know and hear from six states away, is 76.
0: I can't believe that one. God, we he, saw he, he last gets around, year, not Last year at Talmage. <clears throat> we were talking with him and everybody goes it's Tom's bur- birthday. I'm thinking Tom's like 60, 65 maybe. He still runs marathons and stuff. And he go they go no he's 75 I'm going. No, seriously, how old's Tom? Yeah. At 70 76 this year. And uh, man, you know, that's... Like we talk about, uh, Roger Bontrager pulls us 80-something now, and yeah. still going. Oh, him too. Yeah, he gets around great. But keep going on with your birthdays that you didn't tell me you are going to do.
1: And- yeah. On Tuesday, noted antique builder and driver Ron Shipman is 63, and back in the thumb area here on Wednesday, um, truck puller Dave
0: Hartwick is 55. Oh, boy. The farm truck. The farm truck. Not to be confused, a certain farm truck on some stupid TV show, right? They're the same, same body style though. I think same exact body yeah, same, style, same year even. No, not the same year. No, they're no. not. Dave's is newer. Yes, same body style though. Mm-hmm. Still the sixty-seven through seventy body style. Yeah, Dave's is newer, newer than the. So with that a drag truck, yeah, the only real truck on that show i hate to say it but uh with that we're gonna take a short break or do we want to debut our news yet no i'm excited to debut we're, this we're, news. we're gonna wait we're gonna wait so uh well with that this guy needs nicotine i need more beer and so, we still don't have an intern so i have to go get it myself that's right who's good that's right my co-worker i'll give him a shout out because this guy has nothing to do with pulling but tunes in every week to listen to our show. Well, thank you, whoever you
1: are, but you can't be the intern because you said it's a heat.
0: Yeah, Tony Swaffer, he tunes in every week, and it's awesome. He's one of my coworkers. Call him Uncle Tony, great guy. And uh, he said he would intern for us, but I told him even if you went through the Caitlyn Jenner treatment, we still aren't going to take you. I hope that's
1: the first, last, and only reference to that. I'll, on the I'll show. have to put my foot down on that.
0: <laughs> and say I am in
1: complete agreeance.
2: Well,
0: you gotta take what opportunities you can get. So, with that, no, no, you don't. Doing nothing is always an option. <laughs> you're telling a career prep procrastinator that you're the guy who does all the show prep. I do. Not this Why week. Why hours. are you screwed? <laughs> <laughs> I did hours of pro show prep. I, I slept great last night. <laughs> with that, we're going to take a break. This is Sidetracked with Armstead and Posh on the Pulling Radio Network.
1: Hey fans, Jeremy Krieger here to talk to you about truck and tractor pulling from a fan's point of view. One of the foremost publications on Facebook That's all about pulling 24-7. Truck and tractor pulling from a fan's point of view. Brought to you by Jamie Darbro, one of the biggest pulling fans on the planet. Check out his page at www.facebook.com forward slash truck tractor pulling from a fan's point of view. You'll be glad you did. And tell him Jeremy Krieger sent you. Have you been injured or think you've been injured? Contact the law offices of Dewey Screwham and Howe. Auto accident, medical malpractice, slip and fall, dog bite, asbestos, your boss is a jerk. Nothing worth reading in the paper? Some swamp gas bent the sun's rays and erased your mind? Sit down with our friendly professional staff for a free confidential consultation and cross-examination. Seriously, how can be downright mean? Let the law offices of Dewey, Screw and Howe decide who should pay and how much. It could even be you. No, it'll definitely be you. The Law Offices of Dewey, Screw him, and Howe. Call 888 or online at www.sidetrackpulling.com. That's 888 or www.sidetrackpulling.com. Dewey, Screw him, and Howe are not officially licensed attorneys and are obnoxious subsidiary of Sidetrack LLC. No guarantees implied, not available in any areas. Lots of restrictions will apply. Celebrity voice impersonated. Paid for by Ricky Bobby for Congress.
0: And we're back with sidetracked with Armstead and Posh on the Pulling Radio Network, and we've got a whole lot of plan for tonight.
2: Great heavens! What kind of radio show
0: is this? Hang on to your ass; you're gonna find out real quick.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be very loosey goosey.
0: <sighs> we're kicked back. We got beers. Our hmm? mic stands are stretched out. And We're going to talk some tractor pulling. Yeah, sorry. Take your time. Oh my God. Take your time. Nobody's waiting for you.
1: Take a call. I'll have a cup of coffee. i have, have a nice bagel. Take a little nap. It's fine.
0: All right. I'll take a nap. I could use one right now. Really? No drops for that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I didn't have anything loaded up yet. So what would you like to discuss today, Mister Posh? Let's talk about sleds. I've seen them. They're yeah. big. They're heavy. Pretty important to the show, aren't they? Yeah, they could be, unless you're pulling dead weight. Wait, that's those. That's your tug of war. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about sleds? I mean, they got guys who operate them. Those guys are pretty cool.
1: Yeah, some of them are really good at it, too. Yeah. it has been a lot of, you know, we've been watching these, these old videos and stuff that I've been posting in the last few weeks and people talking about, you know, what happened to the old just straight-up transfer sled and none of this hydraulic crap and blah 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 And um, I, 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 I like the sentiment that's cool and I think maybe modern sleds could be set up uh, during the farm stock classes where it's just a straight transfer and you don't have the hydraulics engaged and all that stuff that'd be fine but um, sleds are the way they are because of the world we live in now horsepower levels gone up every year on these pulling vehicles and you can't make the sled any heavier than what it is. You've got to come up with a new trick because what's the most you know with with a tractor and a scale and a, and a grader stacked on top of it and you know accessories and, and the fifth wheel hitch that's got to go in the most a sled can weigh is maybe fifty six thousand, you know yeah, if, if you want to, on a good day. So for some of these classes like unlimited or some I even. A lot of these GN hooks are booking in two sleds, not one One for a fail-safe, of course. They want the show to go on, so something happens. But a second it's sled there, just for the weight. But it's there for the weight, and your average promoter who's running a regional or a state level or, or what we do here in the Thumb, that's not, a re- that's not reality. It isn't going to happen. We're not going to put a second truck on the road to lug around 10,000 extra pounds of weight. It just isn't going to happen. So we have these dynamic sleds because that's just the world we're in. And the pullers like it because it does leave the line nice and easy, and lets them lets oh, them get up God and go. Oh God, does it ever! You know that's that's something we hear all the time. Uh, the oh, I love that sled; it's so easy to start, and I hate that one because it's hard. I'm okay with a hard starting sled. I think that's fine. That's just you got to learn how to drive your drive your junk. But um, I'm sorry, I, the sleds we got are a product of the world we live in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know. And, you know what, like you talked about uh, earlier, is, uh, yeah, it does make a difference having a good sled operator, and, you know, what, we've been very blessed with the TTPA having Jim Storm in the seat for so many years. Mm -hmm. The guy really makes the show so easy out there, you know, for a promoter when you're trying to put on a show within a specific time limit, or you're searching for, you know, hey, let's not let these guys get out beyond X amount distance. You know, he's able to dial that sled in for that. And, yeah, we are spoiled. And, you know, coming from the big blue boat that we used to pull, heck, it's been five years for me now since I've hooked it. Probably even longer for me. Uh, You know, which isn't a sled with real dynamic forces to it, kind of a haphazard way of doing things, you know. It's there, but. Yeah, I mean, not the best, but, I mean, I remember when that sled started, oh, it was a single-axle pullback sled. Yeah. Then went to a tandem axle pullback, then got the engine on the back, then went from a side-slung operator station to a uh, rear cab mount. Yeah. And unfortunately, the sled kind of lost a lot as it went, you know, because of changes made trying to make that dynamic the, sled out
1: of it. A lot of the changes that they made, too, a lot of the classes that I pulled particularly – were really lightweight and every time they changed something on it it got a lot heavier and you know for like a whatever four thousand pound division two it got really hard to start the thing
0: oh yeah i mean uh, that that sled deteriorated quickly to the point where it's not even fun to pull anymore and you know going to thumb man it was a nice breath of fresh air you know it was a Higher class sled and uh you know, like we said, back to easier starting on the line lo- off the line. But for me, an easier starting off the line just meant you didn't have this blue boat behind you that even at six thousand pounds or fifty five hundred pounds, there were some tracks you had to do a wheels down start.
1: Yeah, and I think and well that's still going on, even even up yeah, to six thousand heavier.
0: We've seen sixty five hundred pounds on them. Yeah. Up. On some tracks that are softer, they they can't do a, you know, pan down start. You know, so it makes a big difference. And, you know, I got to give a shout-out to Dan Nearpass and the quality equipment he puts out there because those are, to me, some of the best sleds between. And they derive derive from the same base, the Ellenbaum pulling sled.
1: Yeah, it all started up here on the thumb with those guys. And it's interesting you brought up near passes because this past week I was watching... Uh, some videos, actually a couple nights ago, uh, watching videos of West Michigan, Michigan truck and tractor pullers and some of their events. And, um, you know, I, used, I announced for them in the past and then hopefully this summer I might get to do a few hooks for them again. So I was trying to get caught back up and, and follow those guys and was watching some of their film. And to tie in with the sled discussion, a huge change that we've seen take place across the sport is this: the pull-off thing's gone away. And we don't do... We don't tie ourselves to a three hundred foot track any longer. Everything's a floating finish line, <sighs> and for the sake of the show here in East Michigan, Jim will let that sled go if the if the venue has the space for it. He'll let it go three hundred forty feet, and that's it, It's not an issue. I well, I don't think it's an issue.
0: Don't oh God, that's.
1: I wish Job was here because he has a different take on that. He doesn't like it, and I understand why why and where he's coming from. And that's not that's not where I'm taking this, but to watch what they do over there with near pass running the sleds. They're 300 foot tracks. They will have classes where the winner is 200 and 292 and guys are stopping in the two sixties. They it just hammer them. And I think that's okay. I don't necessarily think the show suffers if that's the
0: expectation. How many years did we grow up with the string line with a tape measure? And they honestly couldn't go too far beyond 300 feet because the physically measure the pull at any distance over that just got too cumbersome. And so the pull off was well, there was no such thing as a floating finish at that point in time, there was always a pull off. And I think the sport on, on some classes, and this is where I do have to align myself with uh, a job on this is the truck classes, especially the diesel two five truck classes you have trucks that have the overdrive capability that can spin them tires harder and quicker than you can with, say, a Dodge or a Ford where they're stuck running a manual transmission and not having that overdrive gear to spin and be able to carry it out beyond 300, 320 feet. Yeah,
1: the, that's and that would be exactly his point. He's stuck in high-side 5th direct. Or, or, excuse me, low, low side low transfer fifth. case, fifth direct. Or he goes to the high side and goes in second, which breaks stuff. And he, he's blown enough of them to know that's that's going to be the case for him. So he's kind of RPM and gear limited in that way. And I don't know. He, he would be into a pretty heavy R&D program to average across the tracks and decide on maybe a different final uh, in the axles that would maybe get it, find him a happy medium. I don't know. But it's a big difference between what the the Chevy guys can do with the Allison where, you know, it just you, you come out about 60 feet and you hammer the torque converter one-to-one, and on the big end when you start to slow down, you unlock it again.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're basically shifting a gear, which the Dodge guys are severely hurting on. Yeah. And that's where I can say, yeah, you know what, bring back the pull-off. And you know what, I'm kind of getting a little tired of a lot of these guys whining so much you know about the distance thing you know i think the pull-off needs to come back just for the reason is okay you've been whining you didn't like how it was well now you got to put your pulling vehicle to work you stretch that motor beyond the capabilities of what it was even five years ago when we were still running pull-offs in some classes your cool down time isn't there you're gonna learn a hard lesson And uh, I hate to put it in a dollar-sense way, but it seems like a lot of these guys, that's all they can seem to hear is the dollars and cents as far as these vehicles are concerned. And hit them where it counts then. Yeah, make them run the pull-off because
1: it it went away 10 years ago because of the argument that, well, we don't want to run twice. We're too hot, this, that, the other. Well, if you know you got to do it, and and the reason that changes is because, at least within thumb anyway, at driver's meetings, they were allowed the option to yes. not do it and every night especially the super farm guys would all say nope 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 no well if you re if you go back to the hard and fast look 300 feet if you're out beyond there we're coming back for a pull off and that's the way it is you're not going to run your junk on kill as hard because you're going to have that expectation if i get out there i've got to run again and and they do that in europe where it's a 100 meter track so it's actually a little bit longer than 300 feet but First round is basically just it's a qualifier. You have that expectation oh, you are going to run twice every class no matter what. So they aren't going to push on kill as often because they know they got to get it cooled back down and and fueled up and ready to go a second time.
0: Yeah, you know, that's something you start watching the um European e- ETPA I guess it is um over there watching them pull it's you know, watching a video from a guy who's used to sleds coming on harder and heavier. To watch their pulls, it's like that first pass. They're just freewheeling it out there. The pant, the sled does not seem to be there. It's not shutting the deck eyes down. They're shutting down and just to make the pull off.
1: Yeah, they just run it out there and yeah, the you know the chassis never quite loads up. They never really pick the front end of just
0: <sighs> right down through there. Drag race down the first time. Let's go pull in second round. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, there could be a happy medium found there. But then again, we aren't on a firsthand basis seeing what's actually going on at a European pull. No, we're not. What we're seeing are the highlights, the best of the best, you know, or the breakage. We're not getting the, you know, guys that are hitting 290 meters. They're not making it 300 meters out the end of the gate. You know, so maybe maybe it is a little tighter and more uh, challenging than what we actually are seeing. But stateside, you know, guys, you gotta quit your whining so much. I'm getting tired of it. Well, a double edged sword there though too, because
1: over here, a lot of our pulls over there pulling is the pull is the pull, and that's it. It's the thing. Over here, a lot of our events are tied to a fair. And you've got a lot of these fair promoters saying, look, we want a two-and-a-half-hour show. Get the hell out of the stands because we want you out on the midway spending money. And if we're in a pull-off situation, that takes longer. So who do you make happy? The diehard pulling fan? Is it the fair? If you don't please the promoter, you don't have a place to pull.
0: Well, absolutely. And I honestly, I think the promoters are the ones who have gotten spoiled with the floating finish because the pulls are getting over quicker.
1: Yeah, the polls used to go on for hours and hours and hours, and nobody ever said a word about it, and now all of a sudden pant- it's a problem. the
0: stayed packed the entire time.
1: Sure they did. Sure they did. I, I don't know why that changed or, or why it's, you know, I don't know. You can't tell me that the economic analytics are all of a sudden better on how to run a fairgrounds and where you make your money than they were 30 years ago. I don't I don't accept that.
0: No, honestly, I mean, prices are higher now than what they've ever been. You know, take a kid on a ride. You need what a $15 wristband plus tickets, or you know, the numbers get astronomical out there on the Midway. I understand that. Uh, maybe we got to look at, you know, the $8 gate entry goes up a little bit for your event.
1: Fine. Go to 12. I don't think you're going to break a family of four doing a $12 versus 8 You know, they still get like a grandstand for free and go in the pits for free, whatever. That's fine. Um, and really, actually, I got this question too. Okay, they they want them out on the midway spending money.
0: Isn't that money going to the carnival, not the fair? That's an interesting dynamic, and that's what I was thinking. We were saying, well, get them out on the midway spending money. Is I know they hire in the carnival. There's a contract involved. All that legal bullshit how much of a percentage of a cut do the fair boards get? And, I mean, is it actually justifiable to want people out on the midway dealing with the carnies versus having them in the seats where they're buying hot dogs from people walking around, you know? You can make a killing off of that versus a carnival food. Yeah. You know, I mean, you and I grew up basically the same era of polling where, yeah, you really didn't leave your seat. I should go anywhere, wait. and
1: maybe I was abnormal as a kid in that respect, but well, I, I I know sure my didn't. parents
0: didn't. You, you I'd got weld pop-
1: myself to that grandstand for 10 hours and didn't, I'd never even complain. You want anything? Nope. Just don't get in my way. I want to watch.
0: You know, in ours, you got popcorn, you got caramel corn or candy, a- caramel apple, but that was either before you came in or on your way out. You know, you might get a pop or popcorn that when the Boy Scouts or whoever was selling stuff going throughout the stands to come around but that was it you didn't go out and spend the money out in the carnival you know yeah i remember sometimes going out and doing some carnival rides and that but that was only at the local uh go to st. Clair county 4-h fair you know armada yeah you go on some rides but when you went there you went there for the event you went there for the pole That, that was always why i was there as a kid i didn't i didn't care about
1: going on a zipper i gives a shit i did wasn't what i was there for i was there to watch pulling or, or the door the other events demo derby whatever it was i would go to all the events actually and it was i would i'd be in the grandstand arena i didn't care about the rest of it
0: and you wonder is are the and maybe this is across the board are the grandstand events kind of fading away so to speak their appeal to the crowd i don't and think that's so. why or maybe that's just what's in the fair board's head I mean, there's, there's got to be a reason, you know. Why they've drifted away from the grandstand main event, and are pushing people to go out on the midway more. You got events like Bowling Green who have never had a carnival tied to it. No, it's just a standalone pole, and the the place is packed. You know, you got your food vendors. Yeah, there you got you know some sticker vendors or airbrush shirts, or I guess. I guess it's all iron-on stuff now, no more airbrush yeah, shirts. Yeah, but, but, you know, you get what I'm saying, or whatever venues or the little farm toy show they got there, you know. But even like the farm toy show down there, come 7 o'clock at Bowling Green on Friday night, the event's going, they're shut down. Yeah, they are.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's, and that brings up another point that, you know, we've been watching so many, again, I'll go back to our just because it's top of mind and it's the evidence we've got, Uh Mark Osborne, who does our intro for us, and thanks again, Mark, for doing that. He, he raised a comment. Wow, look at look at this look at this video. Look how many people there are. It's, it's standing room only. I don't understand why it isn't like that anymore. It is. There's probably more people there now, but the seating capacity is doubled what it was 20 years ago.
0: You know, that's good point. There, we're looking at the video you've been posted. Thanks again, Jim Broll. Yes, for thank uh, you, Jim. bringing that Very out for much. us to watch. Um god, it's kind of helped uh break the monotony of the off season. But you look at the east side of the track there. I remember pulling there 4 or year, 5 years ago. Them grandstands on the east side were not there. We no. had some old bleachers maybe five tiers high. Those old bleachers are now at the north end on the west side. They dragged them yeah. around the corner. They're over there now. Yeah. You had the little announcer's booth that... It was a shack. Shack, yeah. And that was it. You didn't have the seating capacity on the east side. East side, that was standing room only. It was. And now you got a giant grandstand that goes all the way to those barns.
1: Literally. I mean, it's a tunnel yeah, it's covering, underneath there. Yeah, it it's covering the part of the barn.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the numbers are higher than they've ever been, but... Yeah, it looks empty there.
1: But then you watch, yeah, you watch the video or whatever and and oh, look at all those empty seats. That's because you got seating capacity for 15 or 18,000 people in there.
0: You know, we were at what was it, 16,000 this year for the Saturday night poll. Yeah. And yeah, the stands were full, but they weren't filled.
1: No. And it's probably been it's probably been 10 years since they were because they now have enough
0: seats where you don't have to standing room only. There's another point you we heard for how many years that pullings dying at the Armada affair and the numbers aren't there. I don't think. I'd, I think I'd, that was I'd, more I'd an, an optical that. illusion.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's a big piece of it. Plus, I think well, I, I think there were some agendas involved when it came to that event, but I'm, I we'll we'll leave that alone. But. Yeah, I think, yeah, you just look at the stands and just go, oh, it looks empty. Well, you show me an empty set of stands, I'll show you a bigger set of stands.
0: Yeah. You know, so, I mean, God, we're all sidetracked today. It's fine. Do we get to tell our news yet? No. Okay. But I'm really excited. What in the hell are you talking about? Nothing. Nothing. you will find out about it soon enough, I hope. <laughs> this is what sidetracked is this week if you guys I sleep
1: f- in a drawer
0: <laughs> <laughs> you you guys are just we when today.
1: I grow up I want to be a fire engine
0: you just want to be a real boy <laughs> I'm not sure what to do with that is this true oh
1: God yes it's true this man has no dick <laughs> You Why does that one have my name on it
0: every week? I was going to use it on Drob the other week, but... Or no, it was supposed to be this week, but he didn't show up. Yeah. What the hell's up with that? Daughter's birthday? Come on. Lame. Lame, weak excuse. The only thing <laughs> worse than that is my wedding. Well, I haven't had Nobody here used that one yet. No, I didn't. Wait, the next one on the books is you. Yeah, that's coming. Coming soon. Oh, really? Quit texting and get back to the show, damn it. Or do we need to take a break? No, this is our, uh, this is, this is Rob himself. Yeah? Are we on, uh, our, uh, fancy dancy, uh, page? Circle of Idiots. Yes, Circle of Idiots. That's where all sidetracks business gets done. But, uh.
2: I'm surrounded by idiots.
0: Yep. So, we got no real content right now, and I'm running out of beer. I think it's a great time for a break. Yeah, let's take a break. This is Sidetracked on Pulling Radio Network. Life Media Tech is your one-stop shop for multimedia. Photography, videography,
1: live event productions, and web systems and infrastructure design and maintenance. Life Media can handle it all. Drew and I trust Life Media to use years of experience to bring Sidetrack to you each and every week. Isn't it a time that you did the same? Serving Metro Detroit and the Blue Water area, contact Life Media directly at 810-689-4151. That's Life Media, 810-689-4151. Welcome back to Sidetrack on the Pulling Radio Network. Hey, I know some guys on there. Do you?
0: Yeah, they're strange. Bunch of weirdos. You have no idea. <laughs> oh, ah. beer. Oh, beer. So you got a story to tell, and you got my interest.
1: Yeah, I brought this up on the Facebook page with uh, one of the videos I posted. Actually, the last of the are made of footage for now until somebody supplies me with some more. And I mentioned that uh, there's a particular tractor in that video, uh, Randy Foro uh, with, a, with a Case IH, uh, I'm not sure what model it was, I didn't look, uh, mid-80s model, on uh, either 23.1s or, or 24.5s on the back, turned up of course, it, it was running with a pro stock class, it ran pretty well. Uh, I think I mentioned it last week, actually, when Charlie was here on the show about taking the the tires off the old monster truck, Matchbox monster trucks. Well, when I finally got to this footage, it connected why I used to do that and why I did it on my Case IH 164th tractor that I had, will still have, still at mom and dad's. Where if you if you took the Ertl 164th models, and you took the Matchbox monster trucks, and there was you know USA One and Bigfoot and Roland Thunder and Taurus and all these, take the the rubber tire off the plastic hub. It would fit exactly over the 18438 that sits on the Ertl models. And I used to always do it with the one John Deere I had, which, whatever it was, it was a 4955 or something, and the case IH. Well, 7120 or whatever it was. That's why I did it because of Randy Foro's tractor back in 1990. That's where that one came from, and that idea and doing that when I was a kid.
0: That's the best you got? That's it. Here, I was thinking he had some big story about Randy's uh, head kind of falling off his head, leaving red tractors going to green.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened there.
0: Oh. I mean, that was the girl's pick. Well, no, because I got the 4020, too. True. It's just becoming a little bit boring. Yeah. You're gonna have that on the big jobs. Take a drink. That's on the bingo sheet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lots of pulling stuff, not really going on right now. Uh Doldrum's time now. Keystone. Keystone's coming, yeah.
1: Um uh, there's there is one in White Pine, Tennessee, the KTPA and that bunch I think are doing.
0: Yeah, them guys from Kentucky, they're weird. <laughs> Uncle Zeke's from down there.
1: We're not sure where Uncle Zeke's from. I'm not sure he's from any place.
0: We everybody's got a little Uncle Zeke in them. I hope not. There's legal ramifications for that. Statue of limitations. <laughs> oh, so.
1: Those warrants are expiring next month.
0: So we get to tell our news yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Well, some things came up yesterday. Big
1: things. Important things. Global things.
0: We didn't even have a choice in the matter. We were nominated. We were nominated. It's true. Yeah. Little, little position of power.
1: Something important. Something where we can make a difference, not just in polling, but on the face of the earth and change world history.
0: Really? Are you going to pull that shit now? Well, we are running for president. Yeah, that's right. Charles is running for president. I'm running for vice. Armstead and Post 2016, write us in on your ballots. We are an uh, NTPA-sanctioned presidential candidates. They are a recognized party, right?
1: They will be. You will recognize us (laughs) because you're going to see it everywhere. It's time for a change in America. I don't like the direction of this nation, and it's time to do something about it. But I'm not happy with the choices that are presented to us, so I've decided it's time to take our message straight to Washington. We're not going to make friends inside the Beltway. In fact, there's probably a lot of people who are going to be quite pissed off about what we're going to try and do, but I definitely believe you should be able to smoke as much as you can. You are so full of
0: shit, it ain't even right.
1: Drink and consume as much alcohol as you can pour. All right, I'm on board. I believe there should not be any restrictions on supercharger overdrive. I believe in the idea of compound turbocharging. I may not understand all the intricacies of border protection, but I do believe that it should be marked in white chalk, and if you cross it illegally, Scott Doty waves a red flag at you.
0: (laughs) Well, we might as well announce who our cabinet is. We've got one person picked so far. Yeah, Larry Richwine,
1: Department of Defense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Uncle Larry, you got a job with us in a permanent government retirement plan. It's the best we can offer you, buddy. I hope you like it. Like he's actually listening to this damn show. <laughs> so, yeah, Armstead Imposh is going to the White House. The front lawn on Pennsylvania Avenue is going to have a 300-foot strip of clay in there. Because we're going to go pulling at least seven days out of the week. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not prejudiced. We're not going to limit to one type of pulling. We'll let you pull your garden tractors. We'll do pedal pulls. Like whatever you want.
1: Especially especially on Easter, you know, the egg roll thing. We'll, oh. do, we'll do that, and then we can do that the pedal pull,
0: too. Forget the damn egg hunt. Pedal pulls for everyone. There you go. I have a dream. Finally, a candidate I can get behind. There you go. And we've got the behind. That's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dream, you know. Two pulling tractors in every driveway and a fried chicken dinner on the table. And lots of Budweiser Budweiser in beer. your fridge.
2: <laughs>
0: <sighs> Not endorsed by Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I look at it this way. Beer money can uh, get a Bud Light sponsorship. There's no reason we couldn't get Budweiser. What's Bud Light? I don't know. It's like putting training wheels on a bicycle. It just don't make sense. Isn't, it, isn't that that girly drink, uh, Drop Drinks? Yeah, yeah. that's oh, it. Oh, canned pond water. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Oh. We got a lot of campaigning to do. We'll be in your town sometime. <laughs> a Sidetracked Express. We're going to do a whirlwind tour of not much. And uh, we're going to be like John Madden riding around in a bus. God, we can have John Madden in there. As long as he does all the Telestrator stuff. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Drawing circles on guys' asses. Hey, that'll make Jason happy. He'll talk about Brett Favre. Oh, Christ. (laughs) Dare we, or excuse me, dare we, dairy, 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 that's it. Dairy jokes get in bed. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Seems to me we went through that the other day.
0: (laughs) If I can figure out how to operate my cellularized device right now, it'd be pretty good. But, you know, every county fair will have a poll, whether or not they like it. We'll be pulling downtown Los Angeles. We're going right to the streets. We're probably not going to pull in Oakland because that's just that's just suicidal. We're going to pull in Las Vegas. It's called The Strip. We're going to show them what a strip's really about.
1: Bellagio Fountain's got nothing on this show.
0: What the hell is that? Never mind. Ooh. Okay, let's see here. Radio for one. Yeah, you'll have that. Okay, so we <laughs> made our big announcement. Yeah, ADD's kicking in. Oh, look, a squirrel. But, uh, yeah, we're fitting right in right now. But, big campaign coming out there. Be sure to tune into the Facebook page for Sidetracked. We're going to have videos out there. We're going to have memes. We're going to have pictures galore. We'll be out there kissing babies and checking tire pressures at every, every stop along the way, and we'll hit them whole walls bars. I understand
1: we've already uh, secured some key endorsements as well.
0: Major endorsements coming in. Um, more on the way from across the nation. It's going to be some big shit going on. Very, very important. Uncle Zeke is on board. That was a huge endorsement to gain. I don't know how we managed to do it. That's right. It was that rap, raccoon roadkill I hit yesterday and a uh, 12-pack of Bush Light. But that's beside the point. Again with a light beer. It's What'd Uncle you, what, Zeke. What, what, what the hell? <laughs> it's Uncle Zeke. I ain't, I ain't judging Uncle Zeke. I will. You realize right half our vis- listeners are going. Who the f is Uncle Zeke? I, I, I think I think we should give him a listen so they can. get Yeah. Them fi- Uncle Zeke why is. don't you fire up one of our first? You key better before versions. I got
1: to go over there and pop the tires on his house.
0: <laughs> hey, this is Uncle Zeke with
1: the Jokeyard Radio Network. You tired of all the political bull crap and looking for a better candidate? Well, I'm here to tell you about my redneck brothers from Michigan. Yeah, they're going to put a beer in each hand and try to pull in each can in this great nation. So God bless America and vote for Armstead and Potion, 2016. They're the candidates that'll get drunk for you. Paid for by the Pulling Radio Network to get Armstead and Potion, in the White House before we can get beer.
0: I believe that was endorsed by the Pulling Radio Network Bullshit Committee. I thought we had the Sidetrack Bullshit Committee. <laughs> so I hope you all get behind us. If you have some major questions you want to get all of us on, on our stands on e- racial equality or beer, send them to www.npr.org or whatever the Com, com, com. Is com or .commy? NPR. You ain't bringing up no damn commies on this show. We will talk about Mormons. That was the weakest drink I've ever heard. It's The only drink you heard because
1: I'm the only one drinking.
0: Oh, God, that one killed him. Oh, this is a big one, Elizabeth. I'm coming to join you. Yeah, it's better than when he was stroking out earlier. <laughs> yeah, damn it! I hit skip for a minute, and everybody goes, "Gay wire, ain't my fault." I you didn't can't see get the side. Of, work right. I not see
1: the side of his face drool or anything, so I didn't feel. Oh, he you ain't know the boy. difference in my face drooling or not. Well, well, we'd look for drool coming out the
0: other side of your face. Oh. <laughs> oh. You know what I want to do, Charles? Hookers and blow. (laughs) He got me there. That's what got us uh, Dave Fultz uh, endorsement. Uh, We can't talk about the bribes that went on there. (laughs) But we're going to get rid of corrupt government. You better believe that. Special interest? Yes, I have interests that are special. (laughs) That is not nice. But it's true. It is true. (laughs) Why don't we talk a little bit about our first days of pulling? I know at your age, can you remember that? I mean, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'm just remembering, you know, back in the day, my brother damn near running me over with his H tractor. My little A couldn't go as fast as his on the way to a pull because we decided to drive the tractors there. That was fun.
1: You stop at the bar on the way?
0: No, I was like 13. They wouldn't let me stop at the bar. Who's they? My dad.
1: Oh. He didn't want you finding out.
0: About beer? Oops. Good job, Mark. <laughs> wow, call him out. He will be listening tomorrow. I bought him Bluetooth speakers and everything. They're gonna go, what the hell is wrong with this show this week? I'm getting a phone call. What is your problem? Great heavens! What kind of radio show is this? Hang on, it's only gonna get worse. (laughs) I can't wait till we
1: launch the pay per view uh, After Dark version.
0: Sidetracked, off the rails, coming soon. Maybe. Or whenever we get around to it. That, you know what? Maybe we could talk about hand throttles. Yes, let's do that. On, I'm in the mood for a good freaking rant. While we're on the subject, we're also gonna get into accoutrement within the cab. What the hell is that? Back seats. Oh, that's what accoutrement means?
1: Yes. And I have a specification that I think every pulling organization should implement.
0: Oh, let's get into hand throttles first. We'll all get all the right, deep let's stuff for later. Okay. Alright, hand throttles. It's pretty simple. You put your hand on the lever and you move it forward. And it goes broom, 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 shh, on a diesel and an alcohol burner. It's pretty cool shit. Does it add horsepower to a motor? No. Mm-mm. Does it make it more drivable? Yeah. So what's the problem? Oh, that's right. It's a street legal. Yeah, we're talking 2.5 right now, by the way, just because there's. It
1: says also the guys who are rolling around the street with hood stacks.
0: You know, it's just stupid here well it's a it's a street legal truck okay i guess that's a, right i got a
1: hand throttle spec too actually
0: just came to me oh we'll get to that in a minute all right can you hold it for a minute i know I your age it gets fine. rough are you well don't take too long hopefully, I might, you I might can forget. Hold, hopefully you can hold that thought better than you hold your bladder i might forget But you, you got these guys going. Well, it's a street legal class. Two five left being a street legal class five years ago. Horsepower numbers got to the point. These trucks just aren't. And turbos are just too big for them to be a true streetable truck. And okay, I understand full interiors and all that. It'd be okay, fine. But a hand throttle, really? This is the breaking point for two point five diesel trucks. You got to draw the line the somewhere. Yeah, yeah, let's draw the line there at a hand freaking throttle. Yeah, that's where we're going to do it. Okay, Because if we're going to be arbitrary, let's just be arbitrary. Let's get rid of them horsepower red and traction bars, too. Oh, God. next thing he's going to do is say work stock. I'm not bringing up Lucas Sparks in this show. You will not hear me bring up <laughs> Lucas Sparks' name. <Dave. laughs> you just did. And Dumbass! Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Take your Buckeye tractor pulling association and your work stock with a 2.5 stock appearing turbo and blow it out your ass. I'm tired of it.
1: Let's stay on hand throttles. Hand throttles. I was going to go off on the fact that, you know, I, I really, really, really wanted to pull my truck this summer. I was I was seriously thinking about it. It was it was a legitimate thought in my mind and I read the rule book really, really, really closely, and I decided, you know what? I don't have approval from the board of directors to run my truck because I've only got stock appearing floor mats. <laughs>
0: Did you get approval for that though?
1: No, no, I no. You know what? I wanted to bring my truck to the rules. <laughs>
0: Well, I'll go to the junkyard this weekend and find you some OEM floor mats for that truck so we can get you legal. I don't know if they exist. It's an old truck. We're going to try our hardest. You know, we'll spend $7,000 on these floor mats, you know. I don't know if I can win
1: because I didn't start off with, you know, a brand new $60,000 truck.
0: Right? You don't own Duramax. That's right.
1: No, no, I don't. Thank
0: God. That's right. You own one of them power jokes. Nope. I own the good one. Yeah, yeah. the only international block, so that's the only reason I yeah. like that Ford model. Yeah. IH. It's IH, cool. IH inside. You know what I was re- realizing is Ray's an IH guy. Dave's an IH guy. We're IH guys. Schultz is an IH guy. Schultz is definitely an IH guy. 4.1 Pro Stock, the only good Pro Stock class other than... Actual pro stock, by the way. The Remedy. Beautiful looking tractor. He's an IH guy. We haven't heard from Kenny yet on his brand affiliation. No. We haven't heard anything from uh, Jamie or Jesse.
1: Yeah, I think Jesse stays non committal.
0: And then I started thinking, well, why don't we have any Deer Guys in the mix? You know, I mean, yeah, you got other brands for Dialis, you know, whatever. Then I realized, you know what, the John Deere guys just don't have a time to do a radio show. No, too busy. They're too busy wrenching, wrenching on their on shit. That <laughs> <laughs> all made sense, but he throttles. Hell, I'm, our guest last week is a Deer Guy, and he was wearing an orange pullover. Yeah, we were at his house. And he had a farmall shirt on. Right. I always knew Charlie. I knew. I'm on to you. <laughs> don't worry, we won't tell Tony.
1: He can't. He he wouldn't hear it.
0: Yeah, well, I'll tell him anyways. I don't care. He's older <laughs> you better duck. <laughs> we don't want the dago going off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it fun when he does though? <laughs> oh my god. Especially when Nick's around, and they going at each other. <laughs> For those who don't know, we're talking about Tony Capozzo, the patriarch of the Capozzo polling team. And he is a guy who stands, what, five five at the most, five two. And stocky guy Pure Italian. I don't want to
1: get within arm's reach of him when he's rolling, that's for and sure. And he
0: gets rolling. I'll starve to death oh before I stop sliding. <laughs> and he gets going, and you just stand back and watch, because you don't know where he's going to head. <laughs> this is the same guy who got pulled over between uh, Gordyville, USA, and Rantoul, Illinois, because he didn't like the food options in Gifford. <laughs> So he Both got pulled them. over on uh, his side-by-side gator going to the freaking seven miles down the road to go Oh, he, drove the, he, he drove the gator doing that? He drove the gator and he got pulled over twice. I guess he has two different bulls he's got pulled over at for doing that with the side-by-side.
1: Uh, well, actually, I can sympathize because I've gotten bopped on a side-by-side, too. Uh, from the Armada Fair, me and Steve Nickel were going downtown to do a beer run, and we got stopped. <laughs>
0: Yeah, at least he could name drop like it's no tomorrow. <laughs> hand throttles. I've got a hand throttle on my farm stock tractor. Yeah. Very and it's nice. not even a top mower. No, it's a McCullough chainsaw yeah. side handle. It's Mac, beautiful. It's MAC 1010. Great. Comfortable. The nitrous switch works amazingly. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have mentioned that. There's some TTP people who listen. No nitrous paraphernalia. Not allowed. Yep. No, it's... What's the chemical formula for nitrous oxide again? N O, whatever it is. But anyways, so I know our sound engineers going, you guys are just rambling, but...
1: Well, that's fine.
0: Hand throttles don't add power. It sounds about the same as usual to me. Yep. Let the guys have them. For once, we almost had a perfect set of rules... Common across the east and west side of the state. Almost. The 127 division just hasn't been able to be bridged yet because of one freaking rule. I got an idea for it, though. Ooh, do tell. I like ideas. Not only can you have them, you gotta have them. Ooh. Why wouldn't you want one?
1: I don't know, but uh, you gotta have them.
0: It beats the 2x4 I normally put on my throttle so that way I don't have to... Keep my foot pressed against that pedal, you know. that. But as you come to ex-
1: as you come to expect from me, though, it's never quite that simple, is it? No, no. You gotta have them left-handed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, are a jackass.
1: Yes, yes, I am. And you cannot remove the uh, the deer the door interior or anything. That's got to stay. You have to find a way to you know s curve that thing past your. <laughs> Lumbar seat controller knob and make it work, but you know, hey, you figured out how to put a damn turbo that's stock appearing in there. I'm sure you'll be good figuring out a left
0: hand hand throttle. You know, another issue we've gotten into back seats. Yeah, you got to have one of them too. I absolutely I agree because you never know when the hooker and blows syndrome's gonna kick in at a pole. And you uh, got to use the back seat. Mine will be my
1: again. I've got very specific specs on my back seat rule too. Mine's gonna be a balsa. Ah, uh, going for the lightness performance aspect.
0: No, I just really like the way it reacts with the stain. Uh, well, my
1: my specification was very very easy to to wipe off and clean. Required white leather tuck and roll. <laughs>
0: Tuck and roll is always nice.
2: Keep it clean,
0: please. <laughs> it's the cleanest thing we've said in about five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I understand the need for possibly wanting a back seat. The matching front seats, that's a little odd. Especially if you got a bench. Yeah, that's tough. All you had to do is say two OEM seats, and that would have covered that rule. But here's the thing. If the rear seats in these trucks, and
1: granted, you know, my truck's a 1998, so I don't know. They're not bolted in, right? They, they come out like, like a damn Chrysler minivan. You take them out, can't you? Bolt
0: in? It's oh, really are, easy.
1: Well, they are bolted All right. If they're bolted four, in. Four bolts. That's all it takes. Well, that's one thing. But if it was as much as just reaching under the seat and popping a latch and you lift the thing out. Hey, what? Oh, the back seats? I'm Who's OEM design? You can take it
0: out. Yeah. I, I, I know on my truck, getting the seats out would be a project. Yeah, that's because all the shit you got piled on them. <laughs> well, uh, th- that too. <laughs> but <laughs>
1: well, but that brings up further point. You know, again, I'll go back to my own truck. Personal experience, self-interest, because the Lord knows a truck puller doesn't think from that perspective ever, right? Uh, I can take uh, no hold on, tools. Hold on, hold no on. You got to whine a little more, though. No tools required. I mean, I can take the... The, the ashtray out and I can take the cup holder out that's uh, legal right stop whining
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're pissing some people off and I just don't care They don't care I've had to be subjected to, to hearing about
1: it and it goes to ridiculous this is the level sometimes and I get it we're all racers we're all competitors we're always looking for that little edge whatever it is but when we're arguing about hand throttles and back seats in a truck who gives a crap Run the GD thing. Run it. If you really think you got your ass kicked because he took his back seat out, I'm sorry. You have no business being out in a professional motorsport. You don't know what the hell you're doing. You don't know what you're talking about. I guarantee you you don't know how to read a track
0: because you're looking at totally the wrong stuff. Too many guys have not shut their freaking traps, gone out, walked a track, figured out their setup, and I will give an exception there. Troy Kaseva tried something a little different there with moving weights around. He moved some weight from the front into the box, but that's a first freaking weight move I've ever seen on a damn puller out there in my career running with thumb. Well, he did it, and he did it over the course
1: of months, and he admitted, look, I backed up, I, I made a wrong choice. He learned from it, and he never complained he just said, "Look, I I I went the wrong direction on my setup. I'm going to go back to what I was doing." Good for him. I'm cool with that. But it's these guys who show up, and they got us, they took a $60,000 truck, cut the damn thing up, spent another 40 grand at Joe Blow's Diesel Shop. I don't care who it is. And nothing against the builders. These guys are doing what they're asked to do and they're doing a good job. They're turning out quality product. So they think because they spent 100 grand and unloaded the thing off a trailer, I should just
0: win. Oh, I'm here for the easy trophy. No, do your homework. You know, these trucks, you have a box. That's it. There's no requirements that you, or rules saying you couldn't put a weight bar at the very front of that box over the axle or on the very back of the box. I understand with the truck puller. Yeah, there are some, you know, there are some different dynamics, but you know what? Play around with it. Learn. Try it. I've seen trucks out there way back when I was young, that actually had a belly bar, so to speak, on them. You know, where they could put them weights in the middle to help spread that weight out on a different track. You know what, guys? Get off your high horses. I understand you you spend a shit ton of money on a truck. Nobody made you do that. But guess what? Super Farms out there, they spend a lot more than you'll ever spend on your little damn truck. There's a lot of guys, tractor guys out there, who figured this shit out long ago. You're no different than a tractor puller. Get that shit right out of your head right now. All you're doing is putting four tires to the ground versus two. And you know what? You won't get off your high horses. And go talk to a tractor guy. To try to figure out a chassis setup. Try to figure out your tire pressures. Try to figure out weight placement. Try to figure out how to read a track. Read a track. No. Cause you're all high and mighty, cause you're a truck puller, you got four wheels, and you blow smoke out of a stack. Well, guess what? Bite me. I'm tired of it.
1: When I, mean, I just spent eight thousand dollars on a billet pro volute, whoop-de-doo, super califragilistic, Expialidocious docious
0: turbocharger, why don't I win? Go guess what? Go buy the top of line flux capacitor. <laughs> if you're still a dumbass, it ain't gonna get you all trapped I can't remember who it was. Years ago, I read this in one of the Hook magazines or one of the Polar magazines, whatever. Is a me good dr- or a mediocre driver won't always excel with a good truck. No, but a good driver or won't you know won't be able to work a good truck, but a good driver can make a, medi- make a mediocre make mediocre vehicle work. And guess what, guys? I'm sorry. your little diesel trucks. You're no different than a tractor puller. Go ask these guys. Come talk to me about reading a track. I won't tell you everything, but I'll get you started on your way. I took Joel Gerard and showed him at a poll this season how to start reading a track.
1: Joel is the perfect exception to everything that we get yes, on about.
0: absolutely. There's a lot of guys. Yeah, we're not ranting about every one of you. But there's a lot of stereotypes, and I'm sorry, Joel Smashes stereotype that. is out there because there's enough of you guys to make that a reason. Joel, keep doing what you're doing. You're new to the sport. You have no bad habits built yet.
1: No, and I hope you never pick
0: them up. But there's too many guys out there that are so— And I
1: don't think Joel will because— Joel's not his type. Well, not his type, but quite honestly, he's old enough to be mature. He gets it. He's better than that.
0: Yeah. But you guys just go learn how to freaking pedal a truck off the line. Just pop your foot off the brake and dump the gas or dump the clutch and hit the gas. That don't work.
1: No. No. Go talk to a two-wheel drive puller about how to to launch something on small tires.
0: Walk it out. It ain't going to hurt you.
1: Yeah, look at look at look at your heroes. Go talk to the super stock diesel guys. There's maybe three tracks in the entire planet where they can go all in on the throttle at any time, let alone right out of the hole. Yeah, because they're making more power than a tiny tire can ever put down. And I would argue, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go back on this high horse. I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna do it. Well, do I have it. a microphone and you don't.
2: So you damn
1: word I have to say 2.5s <laughs> you should not be on duels out back you should be on singles and on, they're 35s that's fine if you're less than that if it's if it's the dreaded work stock or whatever I think your rule should be small tire learn how to drive your junk you should not have a tire that can stick no sport will be better you'll be a better driver for it you'll break less stuff oh there's an idea
0: What pisses me off is there's guys out there on the freaking chat forums right now that I've forgotten more about pulling than they know right now. And I'm not saying an expert. I know three inches in a sport that's light years long. I'm not saying I'm an expert but get off your high horse just because you went to the county fair and you got a kill switch hooked up to your truck doesn't make you a damn expert. Shut up and listen to people like me or Charles or whoever. Take your pick who are willing to help help you grow the sport. That's what we're doing. That's why I love Jason Schultz's show. Let's grow pulling. That's what we're here to do. And you guys are just being idiots out there and won't get off your high horse to try to learn something. Have some
1: humility. And I, I sur- look, don't get us wrong. When I was new to this, 15, 16 years ago, I came in, I was full of piss and vinegar, had all these ideas. And I was, I espoused my ideas, but I was willing to listen and take the criticism and understand that maybe I had it wrong or, or that I was misguided in some way based on people who had the more experience with the sport. And do the same there, there's nothing new in this sport there, 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 nothing the sport of the even with the trucks uh, pulling trucks goes goes back to the 70s okay before most of you who are involved in this were born before I was born even and I'm the senior citizen around here on this show
0: it's not a new idea. there's not new ideas it boils down to you're taking horsepower and torque 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 guys, hear that? That's the number you should be looking for. Torque. Because that's what works in this sport. You're taking horsepower and torque, putting it through a drive line, putting it through a rubber tire, and putting it to the ground. It's that simple. Whether you use two, four, six tires, it doesn't matter. You're still doing the same principles. Yeah, you might not be pulling a wheelie like the guys in a two-wheel drive or a mod or a farm tractor. But guess what? When we get our front front end up, we're doing the same thing you're doing the entire track, which is putting all your tractive effort. I'm a train fan. I'll put that word. That's what everybody looks for. Tractive effort. That is what your weight of your vehicle exerts to the ground through your contact surface. Your tractive effort is there 100% of your weight is on a drivable wheel from the start. Ours we have to ballast accordingly to get all our weight to that drive wheel. But guess what? We're still doing the same thing. This is why we're running I'm
1: running for president and you're running for vice president. We're going to fix this crap. Left-handed throttle hand throttles White tuck and roll back seats and no whining.
0: And huggies diapers for every truck puller who won't pull their head out of their ass. <laughs> that's my no. commitment. Well, you, okay. I, mm. I'm gonna go broke on diapers, and I thought having my son was bad. Wow, huggies, raise, you're going for the expensive ones. We're too. Have to raise taxes we don't want some, part of the platform. We don't want something to leak through. A lot of these guys are really full of shit. Like us. <laughs> especially us. But with that, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to give you guys some more hell and have some fun. Sidetracked with Armstead and post 2016. I'm pulling radio network. Have you ever been waiting in the staging lanes to pull and had that rumbling in your stomach? Find you parked too far from the Portage Johns in the pits going down the road and can't quite make it. Well, thanks to pedal to metal it's no longer an issue. Our newest design for pullers from Pedal to the Metal, the new Porta Slash Pulling Hitch Combo, will be there for you. Made a 2-inch solid stock, easily the strongest, most, most sturdy Porta on the market. Able to handle them huge behinds. Fully adjustable with over 18 inches of adjustment in half-inch increments just by removing two pins makes hitch height changes quick and easy allowing you to change height for class or for the most comfort for personal use. Seat and hitches are available in whatever color you desire so you can customize to your vehicle. Just another way Pedal to the Metal is making pulling life easier. And we're back with Sidetracked and Armstead and Post. Campaign 2016 underway. Bernie Sanders, look out. We're going to take you down. The Violent Harder Edition this week. Yeah, we're kind of in a pissed off mood and hang on to your shorts because we're not going to hold back. What are we not going to hold back about now?
2: Silence! I kill you!
0: Yeah, it works. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking for an excuse to use that one for a month. <laughs> oh, Hey, Not I'm wondering why my headphones about, sound weird. It's been about
1: 17 options to use that in the last 37 minutes. So,
0: hey, there we go. That sounds better. I got my headphones on right. Oh, so he
1: wasn't having a stroke earlier? <laughs>
0: no, I was earlier. Was, I started skipping. You guys kicked me. It all worked out good. Yeah, and then the sound engineer wants to play games too. Like I can't hear the clicking over your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so we've been talking truck pullers. Yeah, about them guys. I just don't get it. I really don't. And it pisses me off. Because...
1: Well, we can do something about it when we're president of the United States of the world.
0: You're right. When you guys vote for us, we'll be able to... uh, Make sure uh, all your needs are taken care of.
1: That's the first time, I think, in a presidential campaign that anybody's ever launched their campaign by completely alienating an entire constituency (laughs) right off the bat.
0: Well, we are unique, and we are not like any other political campaign you've seen before. So shut up and deal with it. God, that feels refreshing to say. (laughs) We're not Hillary No, we are definitely not that. I wish
1: you
2: weren't a liar.
0: (laughs) We could be like Bill, but we're both taken. (laughs) But we are going to bring the fun back to the White House that Bill had. It'll just be with our significant others. Hell, I've been looking forward to this being the VP. All I got to do is wake up and go, Hey, Charles still alive today? Cool, I'm going back to bed for another hour. <laughs> Guess you've got a real hard-working VP there. <laughs> hey, it's no different than the show prep.
1: Well, considering that uh, for the last eight years, did, you know, Barack Obama's had Uncle Walter as his VP.
0: <laughs> get your shit and get out. You know, I just thought, we could have Uncle Zeke. What could we nominate him for? Uh, head of the Postal Service. I like it. No, he'd steal all the Playboys.
1: I was thinking wool pants were kind of his style.
0: Department of Natural Resources, field agent.
1: Hmm. <sighs> well, field agent, fine.
0: Yeah. Yukon Territory? It's not part of the U.S. Yukon, Alaska. Dumbass. Somebody needs a map.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got 51 states in the U.S. Everybody knows that. You sure got... it's not 59? No, it's 51. You got Canada, dumbass. Our current president. So you
2: two know. are just dumb as a bag of hammers. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, you got Canada with all their little counties, you know, like Manitoba and Ontario.
1: Ooh, it's so much fun to say Saskatchewan.
0: Saskatchewan. Bad, 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 bad. This week on Sidetracked, Andrew still can't talk. Have another beer. Okay. Yeah, that. Wait for it, wait for it. Oh, that did help. Okay, we're good. My
2: God, do you ever stop talking?
0: I haven't said anything really for the past 30 seconds, damn it. Yet you haven't stopped talking the whole time.
1: (laughs) I haven't said anything for the last 64 minutes.
0: (laughs) Well, that's bullshit. We had a nice rant. I I got a couple more rants in store. I just got to figure out if we're going to get on topic. Wait, we are on topic today.
1: According to my agenda sheet, we're always on topic tonight.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the whiteboard where we put everything up and I don't know how we're going to do magnet, but we can give it a shot. And we covered magnet, so we're good today. God, he's videoing me too. Want me to show a little? Oh, hey who? Huh?
1: No, he's swipe definitely. right. He's, he's, right. He's, he's swipe right. Swipe right. He's not videoing you.
2: I can't see that much. I don't
0: I can't see too much more than that, but he's not videoing you. Wait, she's got horses. Never mind. Swipe left. Quick. Swipe left. God, I never thought that would be in my vernacular ever. Swipe right, swipe left.
1: And you're married. I have to question why it is in the first place.
0: Oh, yeah. We don't talk about that. He's got a drop. Does he have a drop? Nothing. (sighs) Sorry, guys. No good.
1: Oh, God. I teed it up for you, too.
0: That's pathetic. I think we need to bring uh, Don Cherry in as our uh, spokesperson for the White House for us.
1: He could be the press secretary.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think that'd be perfect. I like Don it. Don Cherry. Everybody from down south is going, Who the F is Don Cherry? YouTube it. It's hockey night in Canada, baby. It's real easy. Oh, that'd be great. Then one pug life. Uh, does the president have a stunt coordinator?
1: His stunt doubles. Ooh. So
0: they say. God, they could never find stunt doubles for our ugly asses. No. And I'm honestly thinking we got to bring the Polling Radio Network crew in to help us out. You know, after all their help they've given us on the campaign trail, the extensive trail we've had of all 3.5 miles so far this week. We'll bring in Jason Schultz, head of the Dairy Commission.
1: But we'll just we can we can broaden that. He can have the Department of Agriculture. <sighs> Actually, we could even let him have the whole Food and Drug Administration.
0: Oh, no, because I was going to give Dave Foltz Stro- or uh, Dave Fultz some of the drug part because he likes blow.
1: Really? I was going to say he needs to be in charge of the Department of the Interior because he's so damn ugly. He's got to <laughs> stay inside.
0: <laughs> Like, in the attic. Now, what would we give Ray Taluki? Well, now that we've covered Ray. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is kind of, does all the business work. Um, Department of Treasury. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. What, what do I get? We'll, we'll get to you in a minute. Kenny Iggleston. He's Mormon, so we gotta take that into account. He's from Utah. There's nothing there. So we don't want him around too many people. It might give him an anxiety attack. So, alright,
1: I'm crossing Ambassador to France off the list. No.
0: Hmm. Ambassador to Uzbekistan. Yeah. Not many people. Kind of cold. It'll work. <laughs> Let's see. Then we got uh, Jesse Dawson. He does uh Kentucky polling news. Hmm. Head of Fox News. There we go. That's part of the. Wait, that's GOP. Never mind. That's different. God, what would we put him in? We already got press secretary to take care of. Come on, you're not helping me any here. I'm trying to get this figured out.
1: I don't know. I'm supposed to have a campaign manager who makes these decisions for me. I don't know.
0: Utah is close to Nevada. I'm running for president.
1: I'm just an empty suit. I don't have original (laughs)
0: ideas. (laughs) Well, I'm thinking Utah. It's by Nevada. It shake did a hands lot of nuclear and t-
1: smile a lot.
2: They
0: nice. did a lot it's of cool. nuclear testing out there. Department of Energy, there we go. Perfect. You've already given away Department of Interior, and I was going to give that to uh, James Phillips because he works in mining. That's what covers him. But instead, let's put him in charge of Department of Environmental uh, Quality.
1: Well. I was going to get rid of the EPA, so he's out of a job.
0: Damn. Postal worker in Dubuque. (laughs) 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 The Godfather is no longer with us. On the Nate radio network, that is. But I still feel like we have to give him a spot.
1: Yeah, he belongs. He belongs in, in, in the cabinet for sure.
0: He's got to have a higher ranking position. We give away Secretary of State yet? Yeah. Uh, no.
1: He'd be good for Secretary of State. Good
0: Secretary of State. Very, very
1: polite. Very serious. Serious, minds his manners. Yeah. Good Secretary of State. Is good he, for relations.
0: Yeah. He's good at patching over our mouths, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That'll work. Well, let's see. So we got James. We got Jesse. We got Dave. We got Ray. I think that's it.
1: Yeah, that's everything. Oh,
0: sound engineer.
1: Oh yeah, we're, what yeah, he did he was just begging for a job here a second ago, even though he's already got one.
0: Polar Bear Relations, Everglades National Park. <laughs> Oh, this week, this week, (laughs) this this week,
1: Ray's going to be right. There's going to be no listeners after the forty eighth minute.
0: None. Who said they made it past minute (laughs) ten? Holy shit! We got through the news and it just deteriorated.
1: I'm glad we're not going to do this very often.
0: Oh God! This is supposed to be like when we were sitting in the Second Baptist Bar and Grill. Your exorcism specialist.
1: Not sure this is listenable.
0: It's listenable. With a high alcohol content. We're going to kill our ratings. <laughs> Not that we have any. I was going to say, that's optimistic. <laughs> there goes all four people we had listening. You, Rob, Tony, and my dad. Yeah, we're in trouble.
1: In the 25, the coveted 25 to 45 demographic, we pulled a point zero 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 one
0: share Hell, that's half a share than we normally get. Oh, gosh. This is just going to be a bullshit show tonight, and that's how it's going to be. But get all hold of us on Facebook. It's Sidetracked with Armstead and Posch. We got a pretty po- blue banner and a goofy picture, and we show all kinds of stuff on there, all kinds of cool polling stuff. Actually, we could talk a little bit about what we got coming up. We got something interesting. Kind of starting off our... Hookers and blow series, pullers and their aspiration systems, but we're not going to start off on an internal combustion engine.
1: No, we're going to go with the, uh, never mind, I'm not going to say it.
0: We're kind of going to go.
1: With no aspiration?
0: No. No spark plugs? No fuel, so to speak. We're going to start off. Oh oh God, is the Armstead and Post show going green? Yeah.
1: Yeah, we are.
0: We're going to go green for our first segment. We're going to bring in a gentleman who pulls an electric garden tractor. Hey, if it's good for Big Daddy
1: to go electric drag racing... By God, it's good enough for
0: Sidetracked. Not only does he pull a Cub Cadet chassis with a garden motor, or er, electric motor in eh? it, Darren Gilbert, I believe, i drawn a blank because I've had alcohol, also has what they call in the garden pulling world an outlaw tractor with a Hilo electric motor on the back. If you've gone on the Sidetrack page, in the past 48 hours, there's pictures of it on there. Pretty cool-looking puller. Kind of innovative right off the get because he is running an independent front suspension on it. I
1: didn't catch that. Two-frame chassis. That, that was a nice yeah. touch, but I didn't catch that. It's a two-frame
0: chassis, um, four-wheeler base. Um, I first saw this tractor probably six years ago at a garden tractor pole just down the road. From uh, Post 525. and
1: uh, That's two out of three. You got that right.
0: I am working on it. I'm hoping for 80% eventually. <laughs> There's that alcohol content. We're going for 80% alcohol content?
1: Hell, yeah. 160 proof, baby.
0: Oh, hell, that's an average working day for me. But, um, yeah, independent front suspension, which six years ago was... Let's figure six years ago was not heard of in the sport of truck and tractor pulling, and now we're seeing it. You know, making its breakthrough through airbag front suspensions and coil, front, coil over front suspensions on these bigger tractors. And honestly, the first time I looked at it, I go, "This is kind of stupid." You know, why would you ever want something like that on there? You know. And now it's kind of all making sense, but so for, for when the
1: fuse pops and it slams the front end down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> The extension cord pulls out <laughs> <at> 150 foot. <laughs> but, you know, definitely a neat power plant system, and uh, I know it really intrigued me when I first saw him. I know I don't think you've even seen one before, have you, Charles? No,
1: I saw it. It was sitting on a trailer at Bad Axe, God, three, four years ago, out, outside the pit area. I saw his tractor <gasps> sitting there, and somewhere in one of my old cell phones I got pictures of it, but I never That's saw it That's right.
0: Running. He is from up in that area. Yeah,
1: so, so I, I did see it, yep.
0: But uh, you haven't seen one go down the track. No, it is different. It's quiet, and uh, definitely a kind of a neat way to start off the hookers and blow segment for us. And uh, I'm excited to have him on. I believe he's coming on. Not next, not week, it's next week. It's two weeks from this this episode. So it's uh, two weeks from thir- today Thursday. So we'll uh, we'll have him on kind of kicking things off and then we're going to get back to power plants you're more used to and uh getting into uh i believe i'm going to try for the first segment to be uh turbocharged gasoline motors kind of a oddball setup but not many of those around and all of them are for the most part across the border so definitely, uh, stuff to come. This is going to be an ongoing segment. We're not going to do this every week for a month. No, it's going to be hit and miss. So as we can
1: get the guests, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it because it's something. I, you know, I don't care if nobody else wants to. I want to get educated on this stuff. I want to learn the tech and and get in the deep side. So that's what hell, gonna nobody's
0: going to be listening after this episode anyway. No. So.
1: no, they didn't anyway.
0: You know, got Mister uh, Inbred Inline down there. I guess he listens sometimes. Well, there was nothing else
1: to do down there in Macon, Michigan. It happened in town, right? Well, he did pick up his motor this
0: week. Today.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Been doing roids, has he? Picked it up by himself.
0: Yep. Huge. <laughs> Saw him the other week. He picked up a teaspoon with no assistance. It was amazing. force is strong with this one. <laughs> But let's look at the tractor, guys. I know we've ran about... Is he going to be tra- able
1: to put that snowplow control hand throttle on the left side and make that work?
0: Yeah, I think we can do that. We're still trying to figure out how to do that as a foot throttle and him still be able to tra- trigger the nitrous button and propane injection through the boot of his fire suit. And as of right now, we're thinking we're going to have to tie a rod to his left cheekbone. And try to actuate it that way.
1: Gotcha. You make sure you. Uh, there. Actually, I forgot. There was. There's a. There's a subpart to that left-handed hand throttle thing. That there, there's a subpart specification. It's got to work John Deere style, where you have to pull it out to get more.
0: <laughs> New generation style. New huh? generation style. Yeah. That'll yep. work. That'll work.
1: It's the, this is horrible idea.
0: <laughs> everything we've done today has been a horrible idea
2: we
1: probably should have taken this week off
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i wanted to but not to name names mr nathan drob uh was out. sorry becky i don't know i he said you want to prove i offered you know a girls weekend out for you with a unlimited shopping budget on nathan's tab but he wouldn't go for that either so i mean I was supposed to have this week off.
1: I heard a rumor that, you know, he he was going to, you know, it meant a lot to him that it was Mia's birthday, and, you know, so Drop Custom Hog Farms was going to
0: buy another horse or something. Yeah, he bought another horse not that long ago. I think in the past two weeks he bought another horse. But he did he does have his hog barn going up. That was an interesting story to hear the other night at our exciting Burrville meeting. Ah. <sighs>
1: Actually, I think <laughs> new name. Oh, drop glue and bacon farms.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, B's gonna kill me.
2: Oh, <laughs> huh? righty then. Right.
0: How many more minutes we got? Ten minutes. Ten minutes and nothing. Shit. This is the Seinfeld episode.
1: (laughs) We could literally make the next ten minutes about nothing and just be silent.
0: (laughs) I reject your reality and substitute my own.
1: Both listeners are like, yeah,
0: shut the hell up, (laughs) asshole. (laughs) You know what though? I do have something I want to bring up. Come, t- if
1: I can figure out where the hell one half Radio Plaza is, I'm coming there and I'll burn the place down.
0: <laughs> it's the Bat <laughs> Cave. Shit! I checked in, didn't I? Damn it, Robin. Uh interesting tractor. We don't see these tractors stateside, but we have seen them running over in Europe for a while. This is a compact tractor series.
1: Yeah, there's a few of them over here, but it's not not as big as it is over there.
0: No, and there is one. Uh, Wellington, I believe, is the guy's last name. Can't think of his first one offhand. Um, has one. Uh, looks like Puma sheet metal on it or DX145 sheet metal on it. Oh, the new class. The light, light, limited superstar. Yes. The light, light, limited, light, light super st- uh, class. Went to the dyno this week. The horsepower numbers weren't there, but... We got to get into the topic of this motor. We got eight minutes, I thought we didn't minutes. care about horsepower. It was only about torque. Oh, but... Yeah, that's true. Horsepower is how fast you go. How fast you hit the wall. Torque is how far you move it with you. But a great... You know, not the numbers he was You've looking for out of it. But in motor, we kind of got to talk about a four-cylinder P-pumped 4BT... In a subcompact chassis, or compact chassis. Cummins for the win. Why do we not have more of these tractors out there? I don't know. I want one.
1: Too many three-cylinder Yanmars and VWs instead?
0: Could be. I'm a Kubota guy myself as far as three cylinders, but... You know, so somebody's gonna see a breakthrough on this. You know, a lot of the guys, yeah, you do have the diesel garden tractor polar series out there, but you know, as you're looking at tractors evolving, you're not gonna see somebody taking MX 135 or 305 and building it into a polar. The chassis have just gotten too damn heavy, even a two-wheel drive version, to actually convert yeah, over to a puller.
1: You can't do it. It's way too heavy. <laughs> Massive
0: castings. So that's where them component chassis tractors, I guess, come in. But... The dreaded. You do have series of tractors that are lighter that maybe you can start doing a little something with. And honestly, the compact tractor and subcompact world, I think, is one that somebody's going to have to dive into eventually, because you can kind of budget build them. Naturally aspirated motors to begin with, so throwing a turbo on is fairly easy. You know, can't be too hard to put bigger injector nozzles on and uh, some bigger lines and a bigger injection pump and actually do something with them. You said nozzle. Wow. This is what we've fallen to. <laughs> oh, so, so. Hey, I'm, a, I'm a
1: classic politician. <laughs> I never know what the hell I'm talking about without a cue card.
0: God, I told you to put the teleprompter up. Sorry, you're failing on drops. You're failing on the teleprompter. You're getting promoted. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: I won't have to do any more work, will I? Nope. Good. Okay. Moose Division, Central Park, New York City. West.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Score. <laughs> you have
1: no I've idea. I've been after that
0: job for years. <laughs>
1: Somebody's got to be pooper, scooper, and and those things shit.
0: <laughs> Wait, there is a zoo in Central Park. Yeah, it is the zoo. There might actually be moose in Central Park. (laughs) Google to the rescue. Is there moose
1: in Central Park? I can't believe I'm actually doing this search on Google. Well, I'll be severely disappointed in Google if it knows the
0: answer. Because nobody cares. Next. That or it's going to be the Muskie Herding Division? Muskie <laughs> <laughs> Death Valley, <laughs> California. <laughs> I going to say,
1: you... <laughs> Lake St. Clair Muskie Herding Division? <laughs> Uh, nobody has any idea what the hell we're talking about, but God damn, is that funny? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, you're also on uh, Bee Patrol for Javi Dooner. God, he didn't even react to that one. Sorry, I was watching a video about a moose in Central Park, although it was the wrong Central
1: Park, so it doesn't count. We gotta delete this whole goddamn
0: show and start over.
2: Four minutes to go!
0: Uh, so, yes, you have the musk. Do you feel hurting.
1: pressure because we got a shot clock going back here? Because I do. <laughs>
0: So musky herding. I'm gonna keep talking to about
1: some something for the next three minutes, and just you know, I hear.
0: Oh, no, we're. Gonna, I hear the
1: Pete Postlethwaite outtake of the usual suspects and blah 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 blah.
0: <laughs> no, no, we're gonna get into Nick's jobs so that way. He knows what he's gonna get into. We're gonna go over it. You know, the Muskie herding division of the Na- Department of Natural Resources, Death Valley, California. I mean, it's gonna be a very difficult job. Wait, 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 what? It's going to be hard, real hard. I don't know how I feel about that. You won't have to leave your chair. All right, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) But like I also said, we're going to have to fly you back twice a year. You're going to be on bead patrol for uh, Jobby Nooner, sidetracked, because we're going to have to keep the podcast going, you know, so. Fair enough. You'll you'll be our in-the-field man for Jobby Nooner. And Spring Break, Panama City. Uh, okay, Th- this does come with a pension, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, good, good. It's a government job. What are you kidding? I <laughs> just had to double check. You know, I have to keep my pension going. You do have to fill out a biweekly uh, report form in triplicate to uh, file thirteen. I'm so every other
1: week I have to fill out terrible. a form. This sucks. Ugh, sounds like a
0: lot of work. Don't hell? worry, it will get tied up in the freaking government paperwork anyways, and nobody will know if you did it or not. I'm oh. so doing show prep next week. <laughs> <third>
2: week.
0: <laughs> now you know how I feel at oh, every show. Overwhelmed and crushed
1: by the defeat of mediocrity. This is why I drink microphone. so
0: much before a show.
1: Oh, I didn't drink enough to handle this. I'm going to have a complex. All the goodwill we've done over nine weeks building up our... Listener base of all of you, all sixteen of you. Sixteen, yeah. woo! And now, now we've 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 shunted it right back to three, <laughs> which is us. I don't listen to this show. We're still Heck, doing I better. Barely I, I we barely can, we can tell
2: we're We can tell
0: when you edit it. Ouch. <laughs> we're live in three, two, one. Really? Really? Everybody's supposed to hear that shit?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm glad that's all they got on.
0: <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, well, this is sidetracked, and we are completely sidetracked, and we've got about a minute before we say screw it. Uh, I think that <sighs> happened a while ago.
2: Just do it! <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we kind of needed a meltdown blow-off show, and this is kind of what happened. And This is what happened when we phoned it in. You mean I could have been at home doing this? Might as well. Three-way call? Why not?
1: I don't want to ever hear three-way discussed in this studio again. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? We're going to have cheerleaders tracks. I like the Ahoy. Ahoy, matey. Hell, you I'm know. single. I'm... <laughs> we know why you're single. single. Yeah, well... Seekers down the street closed. <laughs> Radio for one. Yep, there I was. Don't worry. Fortunately, I can talk loud enough for everybody to hear me still. What happens if I
1: shield the microphone nice and close and try to block some of my shit out?
0: Oh. So with that, this was sidetracked. No, this was
1: not sidetracked. This was the imposter version where two idiots sat in a studio with mics in their
0: faces and literally discussed nothing. My evil twin will be a... What am I saying? My good twin will be out of the studio uh, after this week. The evil twin will be back. And the sound engineer is thinking he's messing with me by cutting one side of my headset out. Cut the right side out. Oh, it,
1: I I okay. I, it wasn't just you that was having a stroke that time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to go to the cardiac center here once I'm done to make sure everything's okay. But with that... Get a hold of us on Facebook. Let us know how horrible we did this week. And, Terrible. Uh, yeah. Uh, well,
1: no uh, one's still listening to even hear no, us give out no. this address. So we could you know, no? Could do the Top Gear version. Send it to uh, Top Gear at uh, three seven six London. Where the
0: hell are we? Yeah, I can't remember. We're at a uh, one half Radio Plaza. I don't do
1: fractions on Tuesdays. Wait, today's Wednesday. Today's and Thursday. it's broadcast on Thursday.
0: Yeah, is Thursday. What are you talking about? Today's Thursday. We Theater. operate on a different schedule.
1: Theater of the mind. I just ruined it for all of you. God, you asshole. Breaking the fourth wall.
0: So get at us at AP at sidetrackpulling.com. This like show sh- sucked. Shut the hell up so I can get us off air. Damn it. You're going to do it now? That's what I've been doing, damn it. He makes an interesting point. Here's another. Shut up. Exactly. Thank you. Like and share us on Facebook. at uh, Sidetracked with Armstead and Posh. Because there's good stuff there. Yeah, really not good here. stuff. Not here. No, no, not here. Uh, you can hear Stop this. Stop whining.
1: I'm always better on Facebook. You can hear Orange this, of course,
0: every Thursday night. My tan's better. At 8 o'clock. I'm done trying to listen to him. Make a million dollars on a On uh, Pulling Radio Network. I live on Sanibel Island. And with that, I'm Armstead. I am not posh. I
1: have nothing to do with this show. I don't even know what the hell happened. I was kidnapped.
0: Good night. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. It. That oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Get out my trailer. I want you out. (laughs)